This is the Cash Flow Nair Podcast. Advanced strategies for living life well. Here's your host, Rob Minton. Hey, this is Rob Minton with another Cash Flow Nair Podcast. Finally, I know. It's been a while. This summer break. I'm back now. Kids are heading back to school now, and I'm back to work. Before I dig into this episode, I want to offer our book, The Cash Flow Nair Plan. You can get this book for free. Just go to freeinvestingbook.com. And this book is important because we share a three-step system that you can use to retire early, pay off all of your debt, and build a financial fortress for your family. And the reason why I'm offering this book for free at the beginning of this episode is because I'm going to be talking about the money business. And what I share in this episode connects directly to the ideas that we've outlined inside the book, The Cash Flow Nair Plan. Okay, so let's dig into the money business. There's a little story behind this. I actually wrote a report about this, and I'm going to really be highlighting that report. But back when I graduated from college, it was 1992. I know, a long time ago. I had an accounting degree. I was really eager to get working and work a lot of hours. I wanted to you know, start life as an adult. So I uh, I worked as hard as I could. I was working 60, 70 hour weeks. Uh, my wife and I bought our first home. This, by the way, was way before I started investing in real estate. We bought a car and very quickly we started to feel financial pressure because we had a mortgage payment, we had car payments, you know, we had utilities, and we still had some student loan payments from my wife's college education. So I began to look for ideas, courses, books, things that I could kind of learn and put into practice to try to make our financial situation a little better. And I somehow stumbled across a course, a home study course by John Kumata. That course was titled Debt-Free and Prosperous Living. And I still have this course today. Uh, and I was, I was going through it recently because I, because I really do think it's important to pay down or pay off our debt. In Kumata's course, he really highlighted how expensive debt was and obviously, this was back when interest rates were a lot higher than they are today. So it's not nearly as expensive today as it was back then, but it is still very expensive. And Kumata wrote in his course that the key to achieving debt freedom is the management of compound interest in your life. He wrote that with debt, compound interest is actually working against you because you're paying interest and that interest compounds. When you pay down your debt or pay off your debt, you no longer are paying compound interest and you have the ability to start making compound interest. John Bogle, the founder of Vanguard Funds, he wrote at one point in time, where financial returns are concerned, time is your friend. Where costs are concerned, time is your enemy. And so he's actually kind of saying the same exact thing that Kumada was saying is that when we owe debt, time is very expensive because we're paying interest for every single day that passes. But when we eliminate that debt, we have the opportunity to kind of reverse the scales on this compound interest. And when I was recently digging through Kumada's old course, I ended up pulling out an amortization schedule for a mortgage that we, when we bought our house a long time ago. And this particular amortization schedule had a monthly mortgage payment of $1,468. Of this monthly payment of $1,468, only $134 went to principal, which basically means that we were paying $133 in interest that month to use $134 of the lender's money. Just think about that because it's so crazy when you actually see it in that way. What was interesting about Kumada's course is that he kept saying that we should be very careful of money businesses. 
and he described the money business as any business that's offering us financing. So that would be any banks, any mortgage lenders, any auto lenders, any credit card companies, any student loan companies, any businesses that are offering like a buy now, pay later option. And I just really devoured the course back then and I started to pay off my debt and then I got interested in real estate investing and kind of put my debt payoff plans on hold. Sadly, I, I wish I kind of regret not paying off my debt because I had plenty of chances throughout the years to do that and I didn't take those opportunities to pay down the debt. While I was going through Kumada's course again recently, I realized that he was actually outlining a plan that we could use to make a lot of money. He didn't do this directly. You had to kind of dig and really think through what he was saying in order to really see the opportunity. The thing was, is that if we should be very careful of money businesses, if borrowing money is extremely expensive, then we should think about getting on the other side of that equation. We should think about loaning money and getting into the money business so that we start to collect compound interest versus just paying compound interest. And as I was thinking about this, I was like, wouldn't it have been cool had I been the mortgage holder for that mortgage I was just talking about where I got paid $1,300 this month in interest to allow a borrower to use $134 of principal. I mean, that's the business to really be in. And that's the business I'm suggesting you think about getting in. That's the money business. So when we think about the money business, I want you to just picture a bank, right? And it, it kind of always makes me laugh how many banks there are. Go anywhere in the United States and you'll find banks everywhere. Just You just kind of wonder, like, how, how can so many banks be around? I mean, there are far more banks than Starbucks. In my little town, we have a little Main Street area. It's not very large. And in this small Main Street area, there are three separate banks. So think about that. A bank profits from loaning money. They loan money for mortgages, for equity loans. They loan money for cars. They, they loan money for everything they possibly can. And the reason why is because they are in the money business and they want to collect compound interest from as many people as they can. So let's talk about Wells Fargo, which when I was digging into all this a few years ago, they were the third largest bank in the United States. And in their 2016 annual report, which I know was several years ago, they listed that they had 8,600 locations. Think about that. They were located in 42 countries. That's how profitable the money business is. Anyone who has borrowed money from Wells Fargo is paying for all of that. In 2016 alone, Wells Fargo collected $47.7 billion in interest. That's just Wells Fargo alone. Now combine that with all the other large banks and you will really start to see why the money business is so profitable. One of the most annoying commercials we see on TV is the Capital One commercials for their credit card. In 2016, when I did this research, Capital One had collected $21 billion in interest. That's just two banks. So we can continue on this. And you, if you, for fun, you should think about looking at some of these bank and credit card companies' income statements and seeing how much interest income they collect because it really will blow your mind. And when you really think about all this, you, you start to think about copying them, right? They're not paying compound interest. They're collecting compound interest. And if we want to have the income that they have, then we need to copy the strategies that they are using. And that is we need to think about getting into the money business. 
So I thought I would share a few ideas that you might use to get into the money business. And these are just ideas that you should research further. And the first strategy would be to consider unsecured loans. And by an unsecured loan, I mean you can loan money to another individual. You would make your loan determination based upon their credit worthiness. You're not necessarily getting any security for your loan. It's almost like a goodwill or good faith loan. Now, this is the most risky type of loan, by the way. Like a credit card is a unsecured loan and they're very, very profitable because they're unsecured, which is one of the reasons why I'm suggesting you at least investigate it. There are several opportunities for you to do this that makes it so much easier prosper.com, lendingclub.com, and other similar websites will allow you to make unsecured loans and they will help kind of manage the collection of the payments and you will be able to earn a very attractive interest income stream through unsecured loans. Now, the second way you can get into the money business is through secured loans. And a secured loan is obviously a lot safer than an unsecured loan. And these are loans where you loan money to someone and the borrower pledges an asset as collateral for the loan. So when you buy a home, for example, the lender has security in your home. If you don't make the payments on your mortgage, the lender has the opportunity to, to take your home and sell it to recover the money that they've loaned to you. This is where I feel you'll find gold with regards to the money business. Secured loans, if they're structured properly, can be one of the best investments you'll ever make. And the reason why is because you really can't lose if you have enough money in the collateral that you receive. Go back to Wells Fargo. You go get a mortgage from Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo loans you the money on the mortgage. They earn interest income. If you don't pay, they get your house. So they structure things in a way where they really can't lose. It's win on interest or win on that collateral that they uh, take back from you if you don't make the payments on that loan. The third strategy you could use to get into the money business would be to buy an asset and then to sell it with financing. It's basically the same way as a secured lending, but you are kind of creating the financing package through the asset that you purchased. You can do this with homes. You can do this with cars. You can actually do this with businesses. Pretty much any asset you can see, you can buy it and sell it with financing. So you could buy a great used car for, say, $8,000. You can turn around and offer this car for sale for $12,000, and you can then finance that sale and earn interest on the $12,000. So you're now in the money business. If the person doesn't make payments on the car, you have the opportunity to repossess that car to cover the money that you lost from them not repaying the loan that you made to them. Now, I'm not saying you go out and buy cars and resell them with financing. I'm just using that as an example. Uh, cars are a little more risky because, well, they're on wheels, <laughs> right? And it's hard to track a car down and it's hard to repossess a car because they're so mobile. And the fourth strategy you can use to get into the money business is to buy an asset and to rent that asset. Although we are not collecting interest income because we are not selling it, we're not financing it, we are still, in essence, collecting interest income every month that interest income comes in the form of rent. And the reason why this is such a cool strategy is that you're not actually selling the asset, which means you can hold it forever and you can collect interest or rent forever. Now, when we're thinking about these different strategies, it's helpful to really think about what are the most profitable money businesses. The most profitable money businesses tend to focus on secured loans. And these are loans that are the safest and they're the best way to invest. And because the lenders are loaning money, they don't necessarily own the assets directly. This means that the borrower has all of the responsibilities of maintaining the asset, 
They have to handle the repairs and maintenance on the asset. They have to pay all the taxes on the asset. If it's real estate, they've got to pay insurance, utilities. The borrower has all the expense of maintaining the asset while the lender just collects interest income, which is why you should consider using this strategy as part of your financial plan for your family. Now, obviously, this podcast, it's a short podcast. I'm not going deep into any of these ideas. I'm just trying to get you to see something extremely important. And that is that some of the most profitable businesses in the world are money businesses. Then maybe it might actually make sense for us to start loaning money so that we can start collecting compound interest. If these are ideas that you would like to learn more about, I would once again suggest downloading our book, The Cash Flow and Air Plan. Right now, we're making it available for free. Just go to freeinvestingbook.com. And you'll be able to access this book. And inside, you will see some of these cash flow ideas. And you'll also see what I believe are the best ways you can pay off your debt very, very quickly. And with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode of the Cash Flow Podcast. <laughs>